0: Laurie Kilmartin, Jackie K. Laurie Martin It's the Jackie and Laurie show. The Jackie and Laurie show. It's the Jackie and Laurie show. The Jackie and Laurie show. So, are we going to use that first five minutes? What nope. do we. What?
1: it's hey. <laughs> not five minutes. That was a minute 45. Okay. It's not like 45 minutes. Of watching Jackie chew. Lost you didn't have to hear either. me chew. You got to hear me. Um your face would dive off camera and I could hear you chewing, and then you'd come up and try to pretend like you were engaged in the conversation. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Well, then I'm glad
0: that it's been lost to the archives. <laughs> we could put that minute 45 on Patreon, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So we can lose patreon subscribe <laughs> exactly we will lose patreon followers on <laughs> they're outraged it's an outrage um yeah so, all right well good morning good morning saturday morning
1: two days before it all do you have a set tonight i do not i have a set tonight and uh i have another set that i uh, booked in june and during the transition from writing spots on my refrigerator to writing them back on my iCal, uh, I forgot to write that one down. So now I'm trying to, uh, move things, uh, and see, make sure that both can happen. So that's how that's going. Wow. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I would like, um, I would like a set tonight or tomorrow. So if you can't do one of them, let me know.
1: You know what? That's a that is a good option and if uh, I might do that. All right. Uh, okay. Just so
0: you know. I don't because right now I am um yeah, I am I am in I am in a bit of editing hell. And yes. tell so what you can. I tell what I can. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> so I recorded the thing two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the, the filming and the album were going to be one project, right? They were going to be synced. And then the album was going to come out of, um, it was going to be the same set. Right. And it very well still could be. All I know is that the video editing, there had been problems and there had been miscommunication and, um, I, couldn't face it yesterday. Right. So I, um, because I figured if I called the editor, I was either going to yell at him or cry. Right. Guess yeah. what? Neither of those is going to uh, perform the needed, you know, right. I don't, I didn't need him to get defensive or guilty.
1: Right. Right. You right. can be mad.
0: Yeah. And so I called the guy who directed and produced it. And I was like, you can just talk to him. Tell him that I that this is not what I wanted. I can't I don't know how to I don't know how to say that. Like a sane, per, like a man, right? Uh, like a well, like a man like, would get,
1: get angry
0: and, and yeah. he would get to and he would get to get angry. Yeah. Right, right, right. I if I called him up and, and, and started yelling at him, I'm not saying that he would have. He probably wouldn't have called me a cunt to my face. Uh, but But only I do that, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) But all I know is I didn't want, I didn't want the drama. Right. Of me having to be dramatic. Mm -hmm. Instead, I thought I would obsess about it afterwards and wonder if I had handled it correctly. Uh, so I, so I decided not to handle it. I decided to call the guy. (laughs) Good. I think that's smart. Yeah, it was, it was, it felt super mature. And I also, I also parted the two, the two things. The album is just going to be the album. I told those guys to work on the, on the files Mm -hmm. and the video is going to be the video. And hopefully the album can
1: come out quicker because of it. And it's it's really hard to uh, advocate for yourself, video, editing video or or audio because you're also you're you're criticizing yourself the entire time and it's it's almost impossible to step aside and go okay here's this performer and we need xyz here um yep. that's why i for, furthering my theory that bo burnham is a complete psychopath because he actually enjoys that okay well so what did i didn't i have not watched
0: anything Uh, Oh well, I mean, just to, I've seen black widow two more times.
1: Does that count? Okay. That's, that's good. (laughs) Um, but I mean, it's, it's really difficult. And when, when I did, uh, my special and you ended up introducing me to Ryan, who took over The the editing and redid it. Um, the, the first person that edited it was a friend of my then boyfriend's had never done comedy before and stand-up comedy editing is an art form. And if someone gets, is good at it, um, they should, they they should only be doing that because it's so fucking hard to do. Right. And, um, uh, you know, in terms of like just picking, picking the right shots for the right joke and the punchline. And I mean, I was, I remember looking at this one edit early on and it's like, wait, the, the punchline shot is the side of my head from almost behind. How, why, how does that even make sense? You need to be on my face on that and stuff where I didn't even know I had to tell somebody that. And, uh, I didn't know I had to communicate those things, you know? Right. Um, Right. Maybe, maybe those of us who have had to edit a special should make a list of things that, uh, the newer comics or somebody can go, oh, I need to make sure that we're all, we're on the same page with this stuff. You don't edit out a tag that you don't think worked you know, or whatever it is. Right. Or that you don't yeah, like yeah. or something, you know, like, give me, give me that. And I'll tell you, this is what I'm doing with the album or which I'm sure everyone does is like, oh, uh, let's lose that joke, you know, whatever. But it's, it's really difficult to uh, have to do that yourself because you're just the comic and that's the hardest part. And then, and then, then you have to like be authoritative and say, I don't like this version of it. And, you know, cause it's a, they can go, well, that's, you know, that's you, that's what you gave me. Well, yeah, no, let's, that's why there's seven shows, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. And it's,
0: it's um, yeah. I don't know. I have yet to see uh, a rough cut of Okay, it, and it's been yeah. a little while and it's um, I don't know. I know that, um, yeah, like the, the the video suggestions that I'm going to get is try not to show my ass. How about that? What do you That's mean? The, uh, just literally, I don't have any. I guess you're right about, about so having camera. a list of. Yeah, yeah. It, you're right about having a list of sort of camera things where you're like, because the idea of a rough cut, mm-hmm. whether you're doing an album or a, a video special, The rough cut is just to see the flow of the jokes Mm -hmm. and and basic shots, you know, like if the flow of the jokes. And it's all that one (laughs) center camera. that's not great. But and so you can you can do whatever video thing you want to do with it. But the 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 rough cut should not be scalpel stuff, you know, it isn't you can you can the the cuts can even be smash cuts video wise. But audio wise, I need to see the flow. That's the whole point and purpose of a rough cut. Yeah, is to see if the Thursday joke flows into the Saturday first show joke, because I like the setup better than yeah. that one and the way I framed it and the way I set it. And last night I did a Zoom show. And as I was telling this one joke, I was like. Oh, there's, that's the exact perfect version of that joke.
1: Of course. Of course. I mean, and uh, so there's, there's nothing
0: to be done. Yeah. No. And so, you know, it's just, if you like the album, boy, will you like the version of the joke you hear when you come out? Yeah. See it live. You know, see yeah. it live and see, see it, uh, You know, and you would think, I mean, there's the the part of you that beats yourself up is just like, well, I've been doing this joke for a year, you Mm know, rah, 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 rah. And you're like, well, uh, stop listening to that voice. And um, but here's the. So but I I talked to Ryan because Ryan directed and produced it. Mm -hmm. And so he he I had him call the editor and just talk to the guy because he's he knows him. He can talk to him reasonably and just go dude, whatever you're doing, uh, you're driving her nuts. And, um, I'm sure, cause I, cause I know that he's a good editor. Ryan mm-hmm. wouldn't have picked him if he wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't a good editor. He's a mm-hmm. good cameraman. He mm-hmm. shot Horcrux, mm-hmm. the guy that that's editing. And, um, so, I mean, I was like, well, I would, uh, so, you know, several people were like, Why don't you just look at the version, you know, when he finally does get you the version, which will be tomorrow night. Um, Take a look at that version and see if it if I was like, hey, maybe he turned it into Lawrence of Arabia. We don't know. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the greatest movie ever made. Mm -hmm. And and he's made me look like, you know, Nikki Glazer. (laughs) <laughs> I want to be uh, six feet tall, blonde, and weigh twelve pounds. That'd be great, <laughs> and also be super funny. That'd be uh, an ideal world. Yeah, but, you, I, but all you can do with stand up is just keep keep going. I mean, that's my that's yeah. the lesson of a hundred years. But I think you're right. You know, having sort of a list, like on on my corporate contracts, there's a list of things that I need yeah when there's a video when there's video that's not a bad idea i i'm gonna need you establishing shot it can be whatever it wants to some extent but when i'm telling the punchline it's my face has to be facing the camera right
1: exactly yeah uh i i remember feeling like oh i suck like i didn't know what first of all i didn't know what was wrong with it i i didn't even have the ability to go oh, I need the shot needs to be on my face. <laughs> like yeah. I was like, this isn't funny. I don't get it. I, what, what happened? What happened? Right. What happened? Right. right. And, and I'm not funny. And what was I thinking? And, and I just wanted to stop it. Like, I didn't want to even do anything with it. You know, I just right. wanted to make it go away. And so it's very hard to, uh, to separate yourself from it. There's no, there's the very tiny membrane between you and total emotional collapse. And you Mm -hmm. need that person to step in and go, oh, here's what's wrong. Here's what's wrong. It's not you, it's not the jokes. It's that, uh, you know, we're we're landing on an audience member on a punchline. That's the problem. Right, right. And then they fix it. You go, oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) right. But if you don't even know what it is because you're so... If you're a comic, half the time you're so close to just thinking you're you're garbage anyway that it's impossible (laughs) for you to to just be logical, you know? Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, it's um, yeah. I I don't. And and the thing is, is I spent four four or five hours already listening to those two sets and annotating and writing down time code that I don't look forward to list to watching this thing. Right. And, and then going back to my annotated audio and oh, seeing God. what he changed or if he changed. Because right. if it's another five hours of work, I don't want to do it. Right. But if there's a way. I don't I mean, I thought it was a 55 minute set. The one cut that I've I've just looked at the time code, he's got 46 minutes. And I was like, what happened? What happened to the 10 wow. minutes? So I don't know if he cut something or if I cut something. Very possible.
1: It was me. Was there the space between chunks was cut? I haven't watched it. I haven't been able to. See, and then you go, well, maybe I should watch some other specials because I haven't, I've never paid attention to like. The um, breathing room? Yeah. I mean, do you need it when you're on it, watching it on TV? Or do you not need it? you know, like in, when you're in a live setting, obviously you, you give it what you feel it needs, but do you need that when you're putting it out for someone to watch in in their home? Maybe you don't. I, I, I don't know. Um, I think you do. Yeah. I think you always do.
0: You always need the breathing room of the laughs, you know,
1: if he's taken out 15 seconds, you know, from every the end of every chunk that that would maybe add up to a couple minutes, you know. If or something I you know what I don't know. I'm just speculating.
0: Right. Well that's I mean the thing is we can speculate or I could just fucking watch it.
1: No, let's speculate Um, for years. That's how I do that's how I do it. Um could you the other thing, like I I uh I paid Lisa Curry to listen to all of them and make notes on all of them. And then I couldn't read the notes that but I mean, <laughs> it's like, I'm mentally, there's something, there's a huge block, right? I mean, she, I could, she, she wasn't because of her handwriting. I was just like, uh,
0: no, but, no, no. I'm sure she typed them out for you. <laughs> uh, I, I think we know this is your fault. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but could, is there someone and maybe not Andy, I don't know. But someone who has a PhD in Jackie Cation, that can go. Uh, no, I'm, and I don't want okay. anyone who thinks
0: that they're a PhD in Jackie Cation to volunteer. Uh, let me just say that out loud, people who are listening to this podcast. I will listen to it. I will okay. make the judgments. Okay. I will I will be in charge of my own destiny. Mm-hmm. I will diminish and go into the West. I am Galadriel. <laughs> Uh, it'll be fine. Uh, but it will take a second. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I I talked to Ryan today and I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to put aside some time Monday morning and I'm going to deal with it. And, um, yeah, until then I'm, and I was, I was happy that I, that I, Called 800 and I was just like, you guys make an album. As soon as I separated the two projects and I knew that the album could continue without me. Yeah. (laughs) uh, You know, it might have its own problems. And uh, and he said it would take a week for him to uh, give me a rough draft of that because he is now on to doing like two more projects, I think. But um, I was like, that's fine. You know, keep me, just keep me in the loop. I'm trying very hard to exercise patience. This is a, this is a beautiful uh, experience where I get to learn
1: how to exercise patience. I'm extremely patient. When I get an email from 800 pound gorilla, I patiently wait a month before Mm -hmm. I respond to Uh, it. So. (laughs) Well, I think that
0: they're the ones that are, that are uh, (laughs) experiencing patience right now.
1: Um, well, I mean, I finished, I, it took seven rounds for us to go through it and that took many months yeah. um, and all because it took me forever to listen and to, to make notes. Right. Cause I would literally, I would dive under furniture when I heard something I didn't like and I, and, and it was just really difficult. So then I gave it off to Bruce and Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, Mitchell who works for Bruce and they both listened to it. And then Bruce said, "It, you know, it's great. Never listen to it again. And I was like, okay, <laughs> fine, I'm happy with that. Um, and yeah, I have also come up with better ways to tell two chunks that are in there, mm-hmm. you know, because I, and maybe, I, you know, the other ones I'm like, I never want to tell these again. Right. And there's, there's two more, there's two that I'm still going to keep doing in live sets because I like them and they're fun. Um, But uh, uh, you know, it's um, it's, it's not, it's not a fun, it it doesn't feel good. I don't know how
0: people (laughs) do this. It's a different part of the creative experience that I don't think that uh, I've embraced. People Um, do this once a year. How is that? How is that possible? You They're know? not doing it once a year. Someone else is doing it for them once a year. Right. They're grinding it out once a year. And, you know, who doesn't want a team? I used to do that joke. I that know. Was, you and know, having a team. Yeah. It was fascinating going to lunch with you and your young man. And well,
1: <laughs> he was right behind us. That was so funny. Um, Yeah. Uh, so he, he outdoor lunch. It. You and I. Yeah. And, and I brought and my he, son. And your yeah. son. And then you kept saying, "Is that Bruce?" I thought it. I'm like, "That looks like him," but it can't be. But right. it was, and, and then, then it was, down. yeah.
0: And then, and then he finally turned around and looked at us because we were talking about comedy, and then his ears went up, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, just sit with us, Bruce." Yeah. And then, and then, was, sadly, we had to both bolt um, as he scarfed down his his meal.
1: Well, yeah, we yeah. had a. An appointment to get a TSA pre a known traveler number for my son. So uh, did it
0: happen? Did it yeah. all work mm-hmm. out? Yeah, did It all
1: worked out. Um yeah, this week has been like um it seems just more people that I like are revealing themselves to be, if not anti-vax, at least, uh we hesitant in a way I absolutely don't understand and it's really making me sad and wishing I like I am working on a bit about how I wish uh I didn't know people off their social media just by how (laughs) I encounter them a person because they're so nice you know yeah but yeah but it is a true thing where I'm just like type a name type a name well I mean you know
0: I have to say that uh some woman said to me this morning, she was like, I don't want to wear the mask anymore. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Her, Mm -hmm. them. Uh, Oh, I got introduced as a they, them last night. (laughs) It was kind of fun. Uh, So this morning at this event I was at, who was saying how much he hates the mask, but going to wear it anyway. And I said, yes, because you're uh, an adult
1: hmm so yeah of course you don't mind the the mask my kid doesn't care about the mask he wears it he's has no problem with it I no, mean all used the children to I know they're used to it
0: they're used to it they're not even yeah. taking it off at, at uh at, at recess is what I heard from friends of mine who teach uh fifth grade in in uh Denver yeah because they get a, what they call a mask break mm-hmm. which is recess and they wear their masks outside at recess.
1: Mm. and she I, my friend was telling me that yeah i would if i I would be terrified if my kid was unvaccinated right now i'm I'm just so grateful that uh, it's twelve and above, yeah, oh yeah, my god, you know mm-hmm. <sighs> so so uh then yesterday, um. Joe Rogan, uh, said something like dumb about vaccines. And so I just wrote it kind of a joke about it, but like, you know, like I agree with them and then a joke punchline yeah. and, um, the response, uh, from people that didn't get it was, uh, you know, fascinating and mostly male.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, there's, 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 when you look back on it, they, cause Minnesota did this thing a couple of days ago where they were like, we'll give you a hundred dollars. Give you a hundred dollars if you're unvaccinated and you get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Eleven hundred people signed up in the first day. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know. Guess what I, that cost? Eleven grand. Let's do it. Yeah, sure. Not eleven grand, but whatever. Whatever. Eleven to, 1,100. 1100 times eleven hundred times a hundred is yeah, eleven hundreds. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I know that they did it. I, they did it for smallpox. I don't know if they did it for polio, but I know they did it for smallpox. They, they paid. They paid people. Sure,
1: they paid people. They were like, "Hey,
0: idiots! Here's twelve dollars."
1: Yeah, here's a here's a cow. Go get go get a vaccine. Go
0: get a vaccine so you're not a a burden on society.
1: It's just gonna make everything come back faster. Mm-hmm. The, and the proof is in the fact that the those uh, those of us that are vaccinated we're not showing up on hospitals. And it, I, I, I like I don't understand the logic of being oh, I don't know about this. It, it, and, and when someone's brain is going there, I'm like, I, I, how can, how can I ever have a conversation with you again? I, I don't get right. it. I don't get it. Right.
0: You're, you're not that bright. <laughs> you're a reactionary mm-hmm. and you're um not a grown up. Those are three things I'm going to need from friends, people that I choose to hang out with. My work friends, people that I run into, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's that guy. Mm -hmm. This guy, by the way, um, is someone that I worked with about a week ago. And he seems super nice, but his material made me go, ew.
1: Mm. Oh, I know. I agree. But it's, it's funny within the wheelhouse that it's in.
0: Well, the thing I is, is as he's saying it, you're I like,
1: know. I think he's being
0: ironically misogynistic.
1: <laughs> and, but whatever and it pedophiliac, is, pedophilic.
0: <laughs> yes, and all of the things, and you're just like, I still don't like it.
1: Ah, <laughs> I, I don't like it, and I was laughing when I the last time I saw him. I'm like, this isn't a good feeling. It didn't feel I,
0: I was kind of I laughed a little bit. And then yeah. I got up right after him. I have no idea if he heard me, but I said, I have some consent problems with most of his material, which, of course, it's none of my business. I shouldn't have said anything. Right. But I was like, it made me so uncomfortable. It came with me onto the stage,
1: so which it rarely ever does. Right, right, right. right. Well, I, I had a set with this guy very recently and you know he's a complete asshole online. Yeah. And um, but you know, in yeah, person I like him, yeah. you know, he's sure. a nice guy in person. He gave him a hug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: It's just it's so um uh it's so weird now that there you're are you're a lot more tolerant versions of people, you're just I mean, nicer. In,
0: in person. On on this show, you're <laughs> horrible. But in person, and the you're, opposite. Super, you're the opposite. But you're the it, but
1: I, imagine some people think I must be this fucking nasty liberal, right, in person. But I don't mention politics on stage hardly at all, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know. But on Twitter, I like to get, I like to get mean. You know, I like yeah. to make fun of anti-vaxxers who die of COVID. That, that <laughs> I'm not <laughs>
0: who died of COVID.
1: I love they it. They can't feel like, it by the way. They can't Sign feel me The up. fun making. Yeah. No, it's just for me and the people who enjoy it, right? It's <laughs> not a nice thing to do at all. These people have families. Right? It's not nice, but I love it. Yep. You're on board. <sighs> okay,
0: so I did a Zoom show on Thursday. And it was, there was a Zoom bomber who, um, somebody tried to heckle Cynthia Levin. Guess oh. what happened? It doesn't work. It doesn't. <laughs> Cynthia Levin will eat you for breakfast <laughs> and then pick her teeth with a femur. <laughs> but she will fucking wow. own
1: you uh,
0: from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And then he just started yelling horrible things uh, until he was kicked out. Oh, he was swearing and saying the N word and. He oh was, my god! Yeah, yeah, he was—he wanted to be a Zoom bomber. Oh, um, and it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. So he just had a tantrum, temper tantrum, and then he was kicked out. <laughs> so, uh, sounds
1: like a, that took longer
0: than it should have. Oh, it did. It took slightly too long. Uh, the woman running the show, super nice, um, but had set up the Zoom. You know how you have to set up the Zoom so you can create co-hosts. Yeah. When you set up the the meeting. She had not done that. So she had to do all the tech stuff herself or just make someone else the host.
1: Right. Uh, I've already forgotten all things. Zoom. Quite <laughs> I never want to remember them again.
0: Um, and then I did sat Friday night for nowhere club and it was super fun. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was Jen you- Saunderson Woo! hosting. Mm-hmm. Great. And all of her new baby material is outstanding. I love it. Oh, fucking funny. And then uh, Carmen Morales has a bunch of new material she featured. Cool. And then I did a long set and I did uh, my five new premises. Uh, and then I interwove uh, a bunch of old stuff and then I closed on my closer.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. I, I, I think um, if you look at the way... I, like, I feel like airline passengers are, uh, are harbingers of our audiences, you know, like if they're starting to freak out a lot, uh, we comics are going to start to have in the next couple months, it's going to trickle down to us where we're going to have audience members that need to be duct taped to their seats <laughs> until, until their lift comes <laughs> like people are just acting worse and worse. And I, you know, obviously this pandemic's making everyone, everyone sick of wearing a mask. Yeah. It's so sad, too bad, you know, you know, it, we, we, were, fine. we had so much I, that one month that California was back, like it was May 15th, maybe to, you know, mid June was so fun. You know, I went to flappers, no one had masks on, we're all hanging out, we're having a good time. It was like, this is great. And then, you know, the Delta variant was obviously was in India and it was in the UK and there was like, Oh, trickles of it coming over here. And then a hundred thousand people have, have now have COVID again.
0: Did you see that? Uh, no, I don't. I, it was, 100, I don't, it was, I saw a thing today that said a hundred thousand people currently have COVID again.
1: Is that uh, worse than I haven't made I don't know. But what it
0: sounds bad, sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm against it. Whatever it is, it <laughs> sounds like a, a big number, I know. and I'm not in favor of it. But uh, I am still going to, to Arizona, which is ground zero of <laughs> good shit.
1: That's and, uh, the other thing. Nothing, no, like, no, we we don't make any sense. You know, we're very, like, everyone should clamp down. Meanwhile, I've got stuff booked in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I I pray that, uh, here's what I pray. My, my show in Austin is until Thanksgiving. So I've been forced to pray that the people that are going to die of COVID hurry up and do it by October so that, uh, the Delta virus goes away. Please, if you're going to do it, get it done. Don't hurt my gig.
0: Right. I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to work on the new material. You guys, if you could just (laughs) either, uh, are there no workhouses? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Are there no shotgun shells? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, it reminds me of when I went out that last weekend of April, and it was my first weekend out. I was
1: opening for Brian Regan in Arkansas, oh and my God. You're so lucky it was then and not two months later. Arkansas is completely overrun right now. Sure. And uh, and it might be <laughs> because there were 141
0: people in a room that seats 180. No one was wearing masks except for the staff. And um, and I don't know who was vaccinated and who wasn't. In, in March? April? Right. Wait, right. no, it would have been April. So
1: um, they had the opportunity.
0: But I will say that, um, but it reminds me of, of that, where I had to make a decision uh, to just do the show and not be responsible for their health. Right. Because in the 11th hour, these are all adults, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that if you can't get the vaccination, because you're somehow, you're allergic to vaccines or some other health reason, mm-hmm. you're taking care of yourself, right? And I assume that children are not going to come to my show that are unvaccinated. And, um, and Mm -hmm. so those are the only, and, and I'm not going to, and then everybody else is an adult and they want to be an adult, right? They want to make their own decisions and say, so I can't, it's like somebody saying, well, how, how can you work somewhere where bad people work? it's the same thing where I'm just like, I, I have to, I, I have to, and this, I don't know. I'm getting all tangled up
1: in my head, but I mean, it's, it's I, I, I I have heard that argument, but I don't feel like it's, uh, I mean, this it's self-serving because I want to work everywhere, but I also don't feel like it's the job of good comedians to pull themselves out of situations where there's a ton of bad comedians. I mean, if if anything, uh, more good like more good comedy, okay? Yeah, you know, not less. Yeah. Um, Changing
0: so. from within the system is how I was raised. Yeah. I wasn't raised uh, to 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 go outside of the system and create a new system parallel to it, which is what some people have done.
1: Right. It, it's also like you know, if you and I have our, we have an audience. We have an audience, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if, say we're working at a club that you know works uh, more of a right wing kind of crowd. Maybe some of them will trickle into our shows, but also new people will come and it's like, uh, oh, that's income as well. Well, let's book more like her too. I mean, if you're even thinking comedy is going to be changing people's person, you know, how they look in the world, maybe it's just going to reinforce you know, maybe well, the people that like us were the, are going to be who they are anyway and, and our comedy matches their personalities. It's not that we're changing. Well, and That's I no think idea. that our,
0: our fans are easier for staff to work with than the fans of sort of the dude broy haircuts of the world. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because uh, that, that might be something. It's just they might tip better. They might be less ass slappy. Mm-hmm. I know that my fans, not big fans of the ass
1: slap of the staff. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, yeah. I'm a fan of the ass slap. So uh, oh, if I dance, you just limit it to me, that would be, that's good. Let's Leave take a break. One. Let's really take a break. <laughs> <Lori>. <laughs>
0: stories about the games we love
1: triple click is hosted by me kirk hamilton me jason shire
0: and me maddie myers
1: you can find triple click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at maximumfun.org. dot org
0: bye and let's also do the comic of the week
1: oh yeah this i swear i thought we did this lady like oh real quick do we want to do the ads first you want to do the ads first yeah oh you guys have to wait i <laughs> hope you can handle it <laughs> Uh, you, can, you can't handle the truth. Okay, so I'll do function. Okay, okay, and I'll All right, do... All right. guys, you know this. I love this. This uh, company, Function of Beauty, is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering customized formulations for your hair's needs. You take a quick but thorough quiz. Tell them a little bit about your hair type. Right, mine is straight. Uh, and it's not coily, but the offers are coily, wavy, curly, and straight, you know, and uh, your hair goals. I want to keep my hair. That's my only goal, right? But <laughs> so you can lengthen, volumize, oil control, add color, you have fragrance preferences. Function of Beauty is also uh, just launched a best of its class subscriber program, Function with Benefits. Uh, wow, that sounds very erotic, and I'm going to look into it. <laughs> Subscribers get discounts on every order and other great perks. Uh, so turn your good hair days into good hair life. Go to FunctionandBeauty.com slash JackieLaurie. Take your quiz. Get 20% off your first order. That's FunctionandBeauty.com slash JackieLaurie. Let them know you heard it out from our show. Get 20% off your order. I use I shampoo with my purple shampoo at the pool every single day. I've got, there's lather is flying off of my head. It's getting on other swimmers to their annoyance. <laughs> you know what? But I'm like, you should be lucky. You're this clean. You're fucking
0: filthy. Okay. The I'm- last batch that I got, I got that yeah. color protection thing to protect. Cause I, cause I got my hair dyed. Yeah. Your hair like looks a- great right now. Right, right, and so I got it, and then and then I I got the color protection version of Function of Beauty. But if you go to functionofbeautycom dot com slash jackie lori, you can get twenty percent off your first order. So go big. Yep. And here's another one. Here's another great uh, company that is supporting the Jackie and Laurie Show. Great Green Chef, which is the number one meal kit for eating well. Uh, and what you love about it is that they make cooking easy because they send you they send you a kit, a meal kit, and they dinner options that work for your lifestyle. Not the other way around. I don't know <laughs> what that means. What does that mean? That would be where your dinner options that make your lifestyle work for you? That is backwards. That's weird. So, but they're easy to follow directions. That's the great thing about it. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's literally uh, because I am often scared to cook with fish. I like to have easy to follow directions, plenty of options to choose from each week. By the way, too, and you can select organic ingredients. Uh, the, everything comes pre-measured and pretty ecologically uh, packaged too, which I which I love in yeah. tiny baggies, yeah. and they're pre-measured, perfectly proportioned or portioned, perfectly. P- <laughs> Ingredients come pre-measured, perfect portioned, language, Jackie. and mostly <laughs> prepped so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Uh, go to greenchef.com slash JackieLaurie100 and use code JackieLaurie100 and get this. You get 100 bucks off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash JackieLaurie100. And uh, that's what you
1: ought to do. That's what you ought to do right there yeah um, it I, I, I love I I don't know how to do spices like I just throw salt on everything and I love that they're like you no, know, this is all the paprika you need you don't need to add right. anymore or make make something orange like you just right. want this amount <laughs> right. uh, and then I take the little baggies I keep uh I recycle all my plastic baggies so I keep them in a thing and I take them to target or, oh, and they have like a big receptacle in the store and you can recycle your stuff there. So, um, to me, it's, you can get rid of almost everything that they send you. You either eat it or you recycle it. It's no big deal. And I
0: like, and what you said about the spices is good because it's like, here's Thai food. These are the spices that they often use. And it's a nice introduction to cooking different kinds of food, which is great. great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's uh, greenchef.com/jackie Laurie 100 Get on it. In other news, I'm
1: going, <laughs> Wait, we're going to do we... comic of the week. Yeah, let's do comic of the week. It's it's someone uh we thought we did a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but she's so funny. Her name is Jessica Michelle Singleton. Um she's she is a Grammy nominated uh she is she does uh, musical comedy, all right? and and regular stand up but she's also uh she's she puts on a big show mm-hmm. uh she's very very funny she, Yep. Uh, jessica. nice and she's yeah. grammy nominated and now i mean for a long time she was comic of the week nominated and now she actually won so finally the Jackie and Lori bump jessica, jessica jms yes What's, oh, what's her your, What's your twiddle it's handler? It's at JMS Comedy.
0: It's at JMS Comedy.
1: JMS Comedy. That makes One sense. My favorite comedians of all time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. So we did
1: that. Where are we at? What we do you think? Thirty nine. Moving. That's not enough. Jackie, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. The checks are being dropped. The podcast is half empty, guys. (laughs) And uh, we just uh, push through till we get the rap sign from the manager (laughs) that all the checks have been paid. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I did three other people's podcasts this week. No, no, no. It was all right. It was... uh, was nice conversation but i forgot to do a dork forest and then i uh had to scramble into a dork forest yesterday so so it was good this week uh the dork forest is about uh expansion sets on board games and so we were talking about Gloomhaven next week though i think it's is it the stevie wonder one here's the thing about stevie wonder shockingly i don't know anything about stevie wonder mm-hmm. and um you but know, that was in Gray Havens. That was the other one. Next week, I think, is Gray Havens, which is shocking. That uh, it's apartment complex. It's essentially one of the Kennedys that was a hoarder. And oh, great so. Gardens, great garden. Gray Gardens. Gray oh, Gardens. Gray Havens. havens. There we go. You know what the Gray Havens is? Lord <laughs> of the Rings. I'm going to diminish <laughs> and go that. into the West. <laughs> gray Gardens. That's it. Gray Gardens. I didn't know anything about it. It's just some
1: Kennedy hoarder talk. It's a, she's related to the Bouviers, I believe, not the Kennedys, right? Oh, that's right. You are Patrick correct. Kennedy, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, my Kennedy. You know, I haven't really paid attention to them too much lately, but I do. I well, do I guess that there's, there's a documentary about great gardens and then yeah. there's a follow up documentary with
0: found footage about great gardens. And then there's a, a, a a movie they made
1: with Jessica Lange about Grey gardens, but you decided not enough opportunity to learn about Grey gardens. I'm going to dork forest it.
0: Well, I don't know anything. I mean, people, it's the guest who picks what to dork out about. Sure. Sure. So Um, Kate, uh, Kate McGaffney, she was like, I love great gardens, and I was like, "You do it." Actually, I think Kate McGaffney was Stevie Wonder. It's all a blur. Oh my! God. I am in my <laughs> own head. Uh, everybody's great. Um,
1: uh, I love. I'm going Did you go
0: away. You watched <laughs> Cheers, right? Uh, I, the TV show Cheers. I have yeah. seen the TV show Cheers.
1: Yes. Wait, not, no. Ta- I'm thinking a taxi. Sorry. Mm. The scene where um, Reverend Jim listens to he, taxi. He, uh he he his father dies right and they've never had they've had a contentious relationship because Reverend Jim is kind of crazy right good episode and he takes out a, a boom box and his dad left him a cassette tape i think this is how it goes he puts it in he plays it and the song is you are uh, you are the sunshine of my life by uh um uh, you wonder and the whole like you sit and watch him listen to the whole thing and take it in that his these are his father's last words to him it's incredible if you ever have a chance to watch it i mean it's, it's it sounds awesome. like classic sitcom no uh yeah. it's it's a very powerful sitcom moment yeah. and he's such a great actor you know you're you just hang out there with him you know yeah really really great
0: that's cool hmm I. You're almost prone right now. You're almost. I know. I've decided to be prone. <laughs> well, I'm prone my, to back. wanting <laughs> this. Uh, so I'm. I'm flying to Phoenix when on Friday, right? I am home for a week, and then I'm doing DNA's Santa Cruz mm. festival next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday coming home. Monday going to Vegas. Friday going to Albany? Thursday or Friday going to Albany, New York? Oh, it's like an it's like the old hell travel days. Uh-huh. And uh and hoping I don't know, hoping it's all very fun. I think it'll be fun just because it'll be stand up. But I hope that it's but it's so weird now with the mask mandate and that and the spiking and um And, and me not knowing, like when I did 45 minutes last night, I did 50 minutes last night at at the Nowhere Comedy Club. And, uh, I didn't know where I was because I was just meandering around the big set list and also trying to do the new stuff, Mm -hmm. work on the brand new stuff. And, um, so I don't know, I don't know what that's going to feel like. Though I'm, I am thinking about, um, Putting together some clips to send to the Fallon people. Yep. Because I don't know. Yep. People we know are getting sets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pete Lee just
1: did one. Uh, Colbert also, you know.
0: Yeah, they, they Colbert. Do
1: for, they do, there's like in a pack. So it's a little, I think it's a little tougher to, you know, to put, to get it. Because it they're they're they'll tape one night they'll tape like ten comics in one night so I think it's a little tougher to nail that down. Whereas the Tonight shows like uh, you're gonna be on this Wednesday show so you're performing on Wednesday you know what I mean. It's a little easier to book comics when you're doing doing them the same day the show. I think. Right. Do you know is Jessica still doing Colbert? I think so. All right. Uh, So as I know. yeah. Uh I I was at um uh the West Side last night and oh nice. Uh, who's fun? Chris Gorbos opens the show, at least the second show. I didn't see the opening of the first one, where he just was like they're they're doing the the um thing where the comics have to send in a picture of their vaccination card and the audience has to be vaccinated, right? Vaccinated, vaccine Nice. Um and uh, you know, um he just told the crowd that hey you know, please keep your masks on. If, if you're not drinking, we just want to stay open. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just all trying to stay open and stay alive and keep, you know, n- not yeah. have outbreaks and stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. so, I don't know. It just, um, I thought that was kind of sweet and it wasn't It, it like how it's being portrayed online is this, Oh, mandatory. And people using the word segregation. <laughs> what? Um, no, that's a you know, look, yeah. it, it maybe you think that's the right word, but go to thesaurus.com and pick another one because <laughs> that's reserved for another time, right? And another.
0: Yeah, it's a different of- thing. It's a yeah. different thing that you think is happening.
1: So, um, uh, you know, and it's, it's it, it, you, the audience, you, the restaurant goer can help. Don't make these people yell at you, you know? Yeah. Someone's a hostess. They don't want to fucking yell at you. You know, no. that's not their job you know, comedians, we, that's my, I like to do that. (laughs) Like, I'm happy to do that. Right. But not even all comedians like to be uh, engaged with the audience, you know? So, but I would say most, most of the people that work and support staff don't want to do that. So you're not uh, a robot because you're following these orders. We're trying to help shit stay open and, and get back to full our full lives, and if you possible. force people to make them yell at you, you are a child. Yeah. So you're, why you're don't you? You're the guy that was duct taped on Frontier Airlines. Your version of that guy. You know? I did not. This,
0: let's this take Let's take a second break, and then tell me about a guy <laughs> that was duct taped. What? That's you didn't that? No.
1: Hi, I'm Annabelle Garridge and I'm Laura House, and we're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I sewed that button back on the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't wanna hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories.
0: My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added on to this past weekend. Let's
1: talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. Okay. Oh, so my God. So
0: duct taped by yeah. who? By the,
1: by the, the, by the people? Yeah. He, he was yelling and then he took a punch, I think. <gasps> Drunk, right? And probably high and everything else. And, and an American. How about that? (laughs) And they they ended up duct taking duct duct taping him to uh, the seat. um, Did they charge extra for that? Because that was Frontier, right? (laughs) Come on, everybody. Come on.
0: You still got it. I don't know why they say you don't got it. You still got it. (laughs) Stop
1: saying that, everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so, so yeah i mean it's uh i'll send you the if you just link, if yeah. you look up frontier airlines it'll oh, be yeah. the only thing that comes up and if,
0: right, you it'll know, be the first, first of, nine nine choices
1: I, I can click video it'll be number one you have to suffer through 20 seconds of him yelling and then the very satisfying end w- which is him being. you back. get to hear the of oh, them yeah. ripping hear off that. the duct tape and the fellow passengers laughing loudly which is also satisfying. <laughs> and then I tweeted a screenshot, but it was like, um, the, if you, if there was a picture of him and then there's like, he's in the foreground and then there's just cell phones recording him from like big <laughs> angles. And it was like, if you ever see this, just shut the fuck up. I don't care what you're saying. Stop talking. Just don't. Yeah. Let that happen. Oh my God. it's great. Oh my God. That's awesome. That's what I mean. Like those people th- that that's going to trickle into our audiences pretty soon. I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, I, you know, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen as we, as we just clip along. I was thinking, um, because I, I got a lot of guff right about about um about this right. I'm still getting tagged and stuff. Uh,
1: I'm gonna have to put this mic down and type a thing. Yeah, but this is so exciting, guys. I'll narrate. Jackie is. Typing is something that you can't see and we're, but we're going to talk about, which I don't, I don't think is at all infuriating. No. Oh, not at all. Right, right, right. Right.
0: So I'm still getting guff about that. And it's being compared to like the people that served the Nazis What in the, in the, in the thirties. And I was like, are people DMing you or something? It's exactly
1: it's, the same. I think we it, can all agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the thing is, is Swing Heil, you guys. Um, you gotta, I, I don't know if you ever saw Swing Time. I, swing Kids. It was terrible. It's a terrible movie, but it ends oh, with them God. being taken away, the 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 swing dancers being taken away by the Nazis, and one of them screaming Swing Heil. And he's hiling swing dancing, Laurie. Oh, and that, I'm hiling stand-up comedy. I need to do
1: stand-up comedy. The Nazis can take me away. But yeah, you, you, you're in control of your own act and you're, you're in control of what you say, you know, all of us, not just you, all of us, that's it. You know, yeah. um, you, and
0: they're you, not telling me that I have to do
1: right wing pro whatever you're supposed you know? to take yourself out of a situation because someone else is in it. That's, yeah. to me, that's the opposite of what it is. And by the way, if that's the rules, I never would have started comedy because it was never, it was never not hostile to me. It, there, there was never not any shitty. There, I'm using too many negatives. There were, <laughs> I mean, you're going to say a shitty club owner should keep me out of comedy. No. 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 I started. How would you by shitty club owners? They're all only now are there's three cool ones. That's right. it. Yeah. Right. The rest right. of them were all bar owners from way back and they just put up comedy to sell more booze. These aren't good people. They aren't, yeah. art lovers. They're booze yeah. sellers. Okay. They're booze sellers okay. and they used
0: to own strip clubs and yeah. then they, then they outlawed strip clubs and they're like, what about standup?
1: I think I'll just so, do a stand-up club. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. That's, that's where, that's our baseline where we're coming from. So you're yeah. telling me like one club owner may have voted for Trump. I, guess what? I think they all did. They all turn into, uh, you know, they, where they don't like, uh, they don't like workers and they're mad about, uh, unemployment and all that stuff. I mean, I think it's maybe being a club owner puts you in that. It, that just turns your brain over a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. It's one of the I reasons I don't want to own a club. Yes. Um, I don't want, No, I want no part of it. I like you know, so I I, uh, I firmly believe it's not the job of female comics to uh, to make up for male comics. You know what? It's your job as the audience to come back and see us.
0: Yeah, just come and see me. Don't sweat what, what's playing the week that I'm not there. Yeah. The week I'm not there has nothing to do with me. Don't show and, up. Yeah. Please don't buy a ticket to see some banana head that you uh, profess to hate.
1: And honestly, I mean, you can't. We've. It's all. There's always been asshole comics working. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've. I mean, do you remember that guy that that had the dog and there's rumors he abused a dog, right? Winston, whatever. Winston, right, right. The That's. The, I worked with him.
0: We 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 keep forgetting that his name was Earl. Yes. His name it was Earl. Earl-some. His <laughs> name was Earl and he was statutory rape <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Florida abused the dog. He would, would cover the dog in in, uh, in baby powder and train the dog to come out and shake after a cocaine joke. Oh, it was just good oh. writing. It was just good writing, you guys.
1: I do want to see that once. But not every night. But no, what I'm saying he is he does come <laughs> up once a quarter on once the show. Once every three months,
0: his act is re-explained to the audience.
1: But it it's always existed it's always existed <laughs> some version but of earl and some winston some version of <laughs> earl has always existed in comedy and so for, we're we're all of a sudden supposed to start taking ourselves out of it no we no. more of you want more of us in it all yeah. right more of us not less
0: of us i was talking i did a. i i've been working on this joke about statutory rape yeah yeah, good yeah, stuff. And uh, and I mentioned Jeff Ross last night oh, and I said, bed. yeah. And I said, hey, don't tell Jeff Ross. Uh, but then I thought I'd mentioned it on this podcast. But the weird thing is, as I was just like, because I mean, I get why everyone likes a 15 year old, especially if you're 40 or 50 years old, because you're like, look how young and bendy they are. <laughs> and it's gross. But <laughs> well, you don't act on it because you're the adult in that situation the whole uh, the whole of uh, uh, literally my theme of this entire podcast is you're the grown-up i'm sorry <laughs> to alert you that you are the adult in this
1: situation oh, that's interesting. too bad i like that uh i like where you're going i can't wait to see it uh fleshed out sure me um, too me too cool
0: I, uh, I I admit to my own uh, creepy I, I gonna, thought syndrome, and uh, and how I didn't act up on it because yeah. I'm the grown up in that situation.
1: Sure, disappointing. Um, I I'll be interested to see if you keep Jeff Ross in the setup. I won't. I won't keep that. <laughs> He'll be happy to know that he's going to go
0: into oblivion and then continue to make residuals. <laughs> it's all going to be fine. It's all he's. It's all going to work out for him.
1: I know. I mean, you know, too many people owe their careers to him and. Right, right. He's, he's been super supportive.
0: He loves that roast format and he's given a lot of people who like a mean joke.
1: (laughs) Plenty of work. You do. Uh, Have you ever done any of the roast stuff? No, I did. Um, I did the roast of Jim Norton that they just put online, but Jeff Ross had nothing to do with it. It was, uh, Masavia produced it, and uh, that's what got me passed at the cellar was me at the Jim Norton roast. I mean, because Esty was in the audience. And oh, when uh, was that? Like 2004. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> old. Geraldo's on it. Nick DiPaolo's on it. Patrice is on it. Uh, yeah. Rich what are those God, God things? Twitter God things? It? What?
0: What you, The God Twitter tweet? Oh, tweets of God. The two. It wasn't, it wasn't the guy. It wasn't the tweets of God. It was a different one. Okay, but someone who claims to be God, what comedian would you bring back to life if you could bring somebody back to life? Remember that tweet? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, well, that's just sad, and and I think I I why don't you God God tweeter? Why don't you just say that you're a fan of Mitch Hedberg and leave it at that?
1: <laughs> well, but I liked your answer, which was Heather Snow because she didn't get the oh. chance to uh, you know To really.
0: She was 20
1: yeah. something when she died, right? Yeah. She was yeah. uh, very funny then, and you only get funnier as you get older. She right. That the, the potential yeah. of, of Heather Snow was great,
0: I yep. thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was such a great comic. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and people who said Carlin, I was like, that guy got to die of old age in bed.
1: <laughs>
0: that's as a, as a Jackie. sober, that's how that's how again, that is how grown ups die. <laughs> not you know sucking off somebody at a truck stop uh <laughs> for money oh. for heroin. I need name a name on that one. Please type. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drink some soda to that. Two I'm gonna pour one out for
1: Carlin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Taken before his time, not enough of a body of work.
1: <laughs> there, yeah. Um what if he. I I mean I I know his daughters. I don't even want to speculate, you know. But I mean, what if he sure. came back and was just like, I don't want to be part of this profession anymore? You fucking half <laughs> and, and just didn't do comedy. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't know what to do with that. What if yeah, he came back? He saw all the people that that. Said that Carlin would love them and was like, uh, no, I'm out of here. It's like no, so uh, he's fine. been canonized like Christ, right? Like, like if but like,
0: always the wrong people, you know? Yeah, yeah, much like Jesus. If he were to see, <laughs> if he were to see his own followers, he'd be like, What exactly. has happened to the <laughs> message? Exactly. And yeah. uh distorted.
1: Anyway, Kyle, come on.
0: 5840. <laughs>
1: where are we at Fifty-eight
0: 58, 40, 40. 58 here's okay so uh i would uh, this is my dream is that i continue to be patient right but i also do the work of this special yes mm-hmm. i suppose in life as well
1: uh yeah. that is probably not a bad <laughs> not bad at all <laughs> oh, that'd be ideal Um, I, what, here's what I would love to do is I have things I have to do every single day, you know, like I'm, I'm, and I would like to uh, figure out a way to look forward to them instead of having, wake up (laughs) feeling like I have an anchor around my neck every single day of you have to work on this novel. Like I want to figure out how to turn that anchor into a necklace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, here's a disgusting story that the word necklace has uh, generated Uh, I never knew what a pearl necklace was until two guys in a month told jokes about it and then I was like this is how you find out gross things when you're a young woman comic Uh, two (laughs) traveling banana heads tell jokes about it and you're like but what is it and then someone horribly tells you
1: yeah all right. right